self-serving persuasive talkers of everything and nothing we are conversation Conversation con artists what's going on people it's your boy mr on point and i am calamity red and we are conversation con artists back for another wonderful fantastic episode you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. M-I-S-T-E-R underscore on point. And on TikTok at Eddie B. Talking and Eddie B. Eating. And I can be found on Instagram at red underscore calamity. Um, we, if you have a question, comment, read a letter that you would like for us to respond to on the show, you can send it to our Gmail account, which is conversationconartist at gmail.com. Or you can find us on any of the aforementioned social media. And we had somebody send us a Reddit letter, but I think you want to talk about news so what i'm gonna say about the news everybody is that you know last week i did some news and i communicated and i'm gonna keep doing news however i'm just getting back into news and so news for me is not gonna be a weekly endeavor right now i'm consuming a lot of news from a lot of different platforms trying to get my base understanding of what's going on in the world as we see it right now and so this ain't a week where I'm going to be talking about any news uh, or anything social. Um, we're just going to get into some Reddit letters and then go from there. Uh, unfortunately, about the letter that uh, we were sent by Colin, it has been removed. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's It's been removed. So. All right. Well, before we get Sorry into Sorry about the- that, uh, Colin, but it's, you know, they took Got it down it. very fast because I clicked it early and it was there. Got a screen shot them. People be deleting them. Yeah. It's better to screen cap them if you can because they will fucking delete them. Um, Before we get into the Reddits, um, I got Zelda uh, Tears of the Kingdom. I bought it. I got the digital copy, so I was able to play like midnight on Friday. And I, I haven't played a whole ton. Let me preface it with that. I was a little bit disappointed. I don't know what I was expecting. Um, It's very much. Breath of the Wild, like DLC to me. I'm not gonna do any spoilers. I don't even have a lot to spoil because I'm really early in the game. And Breath of the Wild, if you play Breath of the Wild, you know that that game was like you could play that game for like 400 hours or some shit. Like because it, it's an open world game, so I'm assuming that this game is just as massive. So I'm nowhere near anywhere where I could really give y'all no spoilers for real anyway. But I'm not gonna do that. What I will say is, if you play Breath of the Wild, the little tutorial part at the beginning won't probably even be necessary. It's helpful for the new powers that he has, but the game feels very much like Breath of the Wild. I was just expecting it to feel like uh, something different, and it doesn't. It feels like DLC for Breath of the Wild. I mean, it looks the same. I don't know. That's my take on it. I'm still enjoying it. It's just not what I was expecting it to be. And that may change as I play it. Um, like I said, I'm very early in because... I'm an adult and have to do adult shit, so I can't just play as much as I would like. So I play when I can. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, it, it's not a bad game. It's probably gonna get game of the year. I would be surprised if it didn't. Um, it's just not what I was expecting. I thought it was gonna be, it was gonna feel different, like feel like Zelda, but different. But it feels like Breath of the Wild, pretty much. So I will play it until I beat it because that's what I do. Um, with games like that anyway. Obviously, The Sims doesn't have an ending, so, but 
what games that have an ending, I like to get to the ending. So now that don't mean I collect everything because there's a difference between 100% completing Zelda and beating the the main boss. <laughs> I'm talking about beating the main boss. I'm not talking about 100% completing it because there's a bunch of little minuscule shit that I just them Korok seeds, I don't be worried about that. I'm not going to try to find all them goddamn seeds. It's like 900 in Breath of the Wild. I'm not doing that. Okay. I don't know what that is. If I have pl- never been on the Nintendo train much after like PlayStation and Xbox came out. I had a GameCube at some point and like Mario, whichever Mario was out at that time. I don't know if it was Galaxy or Sunshine. Whichever one I played that. But as for games, as far as me, Ark done had me in a chokehold up to like uh, a couple of weeks ago. I kind of like been drifting away from it. So now it looks like I have time to actually do other shit in my life outside <laughs> of play the game um, until another game come along and like kind of like snatch me up. Diablo. It's really gonna be. I mean, Probably I'm Diablo. definitely gonna play Diablo, but Diablo ain't one of them games that like I go home thinking about coming back and doing shit with. Oh, that's true. It's that one is. of those games where it's like, is the people on? Is my people on? Hey, who playing? I got and if nobody headset. playing. Yeah, I don't huh? even have a headset. I don't play online games on my Xbox, so I don't even have a fucking headset. I got to get a headset before that game come out. Yeah, because, I mean, between me, you, Shogun, Chris, my fellas, it's like a lot of people that I can play the game with. So I really can see myself running several, running several runs of this game. Yeah. Um, there's another free thingy this weekend, I think. Where you yeah, I don't want to. I don't. I want to go in raw. No protection. <laughs> <laughs> oh, to play. I want to wait till it come out. It's difficult to play it when, with the server issues and shit. Anyway, so I'm a, I'm somebody that if I'm playing a game, I want. I don't like crashes. That shit pisses me off. Um, so I'm just going to wait until it comes out, and so I don't have to deal with that. But um, so I told y'all I'm gonna try, try. Don't hold me to this. I'm gonna try to do themes. Last week was mind your fucking business, okay? In honor of Mother's Day, which is this weekend, um, I all of these have something to do with mamas, either actual mothers, stepmothers, or mothers-in-law. So all the ones I say have something to do with mothers. Okay, and Red gonna do all the letters today, so. Run it. Again, don't hold me to this theme shit. Okay, I said I'm gonna try. <laughs> Y'all know we inconsistent. Leave us the fuck alone. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, <laughs> we'll see how long this goes, though. I'm gonna try. We'll see. Alright, so all of these are Am I the Assholes? All of these are ones that Reddit has determined to be assholes, and we will see if we agree. But they all have something to do with moms. Am I the asshole for telling my mother I don't care about her dead grandfather? Cold-blooded. Am I, mean, I the asshole? Because that grandfather is your great-grandfather. Great-great, <laughs> right? Her grandfather would be his great-grandfather. Not great-great. Just great. Wait a minute. Okay, yeah. I thought you said her great-grandfather. No, her grandfather. Her grandfather. Yes. Okay. But it's your great great grandfather. Why would even if you didn't give a fuck, why are you telling her? <laughs> Just keep that shit to yourself. Um, am I the asshole for letting my mother have a copy of the key to our new home despite my wife's objection? Yes. 
Am I the asshole for saying my mother is insensitive for calling her new partner her soulmate? You don't get to determine who her soulmate is. Maybe your dad was a fuckboy. Maybe this is the and nigga that she should have be been relative. with. It's got to be relative to another relationship or something. It has to be. So probably she mad because she's saying this man is her soulmate, not the poster's daddy. Well, your daddy might been a dick. Okay. There might be a reason why your mom feels like this man is it and your daddy wasn't it. Um... Am I the asshole for telling my mother-in-law that I don't like her food? Again, keep it to yourself. You got to deal with this bitch oh, forever. If you gotta, not if they going to cook the shit all the time. <laughs> Sometimes you got to tell a motherfucker, no. <laughs> I'm not eating that. Just so don't you put it do on it, your plate. Just do it tactfully. But what if it's like spaghetti? Oh. What if it's like you either eat this shit or you miss dinner? Yeah, because spaghetti is kind of by itself. Ah, Let's do that one. You want to do that one? Okay. Yeah. Am I the asshole for telling my mother-in-law that I don't like her food? Um, I think... I can't tell. The poster, because they didn't put any uh, genders on here, so the, post, the poster's husband is 23, and they are 21. So this is a young couple. Uh, my husband and I both come from different cultures. For example, I am actually an immigrant and only moved to America when I was just 12 years old. There is a lot of things my husband and his family does differently than mine, things that I am not quite accustomed to. One being how they prepare and season their food. Why do I feel like that she's married, he or she's married to somebody white? <laughs> um, one being how they prepare and season their food. To me, it's just super bland. And the stuff that you... Wait. And the stuff, that, I guess they're supposed to be they, and the stuff they choose of food combinations just doesn't seem to go together. I really feel like they're going to be white. <laughs> For example, my mother-in-law puts mayo on literally everything. I even seen her make a tortilla pizza as mayo with her as mayo as her base, which she offered to me. Mayonnaise on a pizza? They definitely white. <laughs> that tell you about. I'll tell you after this. Okay. Each time she offers me food, I always make up some kind of excuse to avoid eating it and try to be as polite as possible about it. But unfortunately, unfortunately for me, after I invited her to dinner, she felt compelled to do the same for me, even when I told her that it's not necessary. The next day after dinner, we had at the next day after the dinner we had together, she started making plans with my husband. When my husband brought it up to me, I told him I didn't really want to go, which he replied, my mom's food is not that bad. And could you please just deal with it for one day? Now, in most cases, I would have just sucked it up in, in order to maintain a good relationship with my mother-in-law. But I'm pregnant in my first trust first trimester and i'm feeling extra nauseous i honestly don't think i'd be able to keep the food down in the condition that i'm in <laughs> my husband grew up eating her food which is maybe why he doesn't think it's that bad i mean even my family thinks so when my mom invited her over for a family get together she brought some pasta which the sauce tasted like a whole package of ketchup was dumped in it they white white they gotta be white <laughs> I ended up uh, venting to my sisters and mom about the issue, and they all give me the advice to just be honest. And my mom even said that if I don't be honest now, it's something I'll have to deal with for the rest of my life. So I decided to call her and express to her that I'm not accustomed to eating the types of food she is used to making. And since I'm pregnant, it'll be really hard for me to swallow because of my nausea. I even offered to teach her the recipes from my homeland that she seemed to really enjoy. It didn't go well. She was really offended and told me that she'll never cook for my ungrateful ass again and told my husband. My husband is really disappointed in me because he felt like I should have just pretended to keep the peace and is upset 
that now my mother-in-law doesn't even want to invite me over again. I feel super bad now and seriously want to know if I'm the asshole in this situation or if I was being too mean or disrespectful. Am I in the wrong? She did an update, but let me hear what you got to say before we do the update. <laughs> so when I had a roommate who used to uh, dip raw hot dogs in the mayonnaise, not raw hot dogs, cooked hot dogs with nothing else in the mayonnaise, just be walking around with the mayonnaise and dipping hot dogs in it. And I ain't never wanted to punch somebody in the face so bad. Was he a serial killer? That just seemed like, what the fuck? He was walking around with hot dogs that he would dip in a jar of mayonnaise. Is that what you said? He was just a disgusting individual. He uh, Like, if you had a bag or if you had, like, a basket full of wings, he would ask everybody if he could get the wing juice at the end. Like, you know, the grease that's at the bottom of the wing, the grease hot sauce mix. He's a disgusting motherfucker. He fucking sounds disgusting. What? That said, you just went about the shit wrong. I mean, she said it nice. How does she still go about it wrong? She told her nicely. You shouldn't have told her. First off, you had an out. You are pregnant. (laughs) You could have at least spent fucking seven seven more months saying (laughs) it's the baby's fucking up my motherfucking my stomach like you could have you could have used that for a long time she <laughs> used the wrong words she called this woman's mama up and said hey not only do i not like your food but i'll teach you how to make some food that's actually good she said wrong- she said from my homeland because she's not from here <laughs> well it don't matter that shit's wrong that shit's wrong you uh, shouldn't have done that I think you know nicest way she could have did it Listen, you do you know how much people get praised? White people get praised for mediocrity. I know. Do you know? I do know. Trust. If she knew, she wouldn't have came at that white lady with her fucking, uh, fucking uh, Velveeta cheese macaroni. She wouldn't have went to that lady and said anything about her damn food because everybody the family, everybody been uh, enabling this woman to cook garbage ass food, her son included, thinking that somebody from a different culture can come up here. And eat some fucking mayo pizza. Or ketchup pasta. What the fuck? Get tomato sauce and make a fucking... Some sauce. Like... (laughs) Like, this is a different kind of trauma, right? Because you don't even have... You don't even have to eat like that when you pour now. (laughs) That's like a kid that hoarded food kind of trauma. You know what I'm saying? It's like, we ain't throwing these ketchup packets away. We could put these in some spaghetti sauce. Oh, no. We don't need about no special Alfredo. We got this old mayo here. You just throw the cheese on the mayo. You got some Alfredo. This is different levels of trauma with food. Okay? This is a kid who got denied food, who had a parent who locked the fucking refrigerator, who when they went and asked for a snack, they got slapped in the face. This is who cooking that goddamn food. But she thinks it's good. I'm, do you think that, how do you think that that's good, though? You didn't even like it when you was eating the shit. You ain't, but you ain't thinking about how it's good. You thinking about how you got slapped in the mouth if you threw that ketchup packet away. Listen, let me tell you something. My my mom grew up poor as fuck. How poor might you ask? She don't eat ketchup. Would you like to know why my mother does not eat ketchup to this day? Because she ate ketchup sandwiches. Ketchup sandwiches. Ketchup. And y'all, she didn't sandwiches. tell me that before. I just know that what that childhood trauma looked like. So she syrup sandwiches, eat ketchup. ketchup sandwiches, mayo sandwiches. She eat hot dogs with mustard. My nigga, like she will not fuck with That's ketchup. That's how they eat them in uh, Chicago, mustard in uh, fucking uh, like 
pepperoncinis, goddamn. But that's not because of trauma. That's because that's just how they eat them now. She won't eat them because she can't stand the taste of goddamn ketchup no more. Because listen, I, I just, trauma exists on a spectrum. Ketchup sandwiches. We didn't eat ketchup sandwiches. She ain't even. She bought ketchup for us to eat to try it, and we do eat ketchup. But we ain't never eat well, no goddamn admirable. ketchup sandwiches. That's admirable because my kids ain't never gonna eat bologna, goddamn. I guess. It's harder to do that with a condiment with than a with condiment, like. Condiment, yeah, yeah. Cause not, I mean, they had something. My grandma would make something called an orange juice pie. I don't even know what the fuck that is. I know it contained orange. Exactly, your face. Exactly. That's how poor they were. We never ate orange juice pie though. That's what I'm saying. My mom didn't bring her struggle meals into her life when she was able to do better. She did better. She didn't give us the struggle meals and say, "This is this, this how cooking go." Like, <laughs> even if the mom did go through that, don't. Fucking make everybody have to deal with that shit. Once you 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 get better, you do better. The fuck. But but no, I mean you say once you get better, you do better. But you also have to know better to do better. So if you get resources, but you just don't live outside of a bubble. I mean, if you live in a little bubble, I mean you're not gonna know. This just sound like you, a, a rich suburban white lady who just thinks she could cook and she can't. This don't sound like somebody who was poor before. I don't I just think fit- so. To me, this sounds like somebody who live in the trailer park. <laughs> this sounds like somebody who live in the fucking trailer park. Somebody who live on that show fucking My Name is Earl. And they was poor and they still poor. And they are goddamn still using old poor nigga tactics <laughs> to, to eat food without knowing that there's different ways to eat shit and that's delicious. That's what I think. Well, but the, yeah. The update see. Okay, it's not wrong to not want somebody food. It's not wrong to uh, communicate to them that, like, you don't want to eat their food. You got to do that shit very tactfully, man. And when it comes to a brown person telling a white person that shit, get ready to be treated a certain type of way because of your race. <laughs> if it was another white person telling her that, I feel like it would have been a different response. He probably was like, this brown-ass motherfucker. I ain't cooking for your ungrateful ass ever again. Let's see what she said in the update. Uh, Let me just say this. Okay. If you or anybody ever offer me some fucking mayo-based pizza, (laughs) I'm going to choke your ass immediately. I don't give a fuck about no domestic violence. I don't give a fuck about no jail. I don't even give a fuck if I'm going to get my ass whooped by Shogun. I'm going to choke his ass too. Don't offer me no motherfucking mayo-based pizza. I'm going to get my ass beat after touching Shogun, but I ain't going to not touch him because that's some disrespectful <laughs> ass shit. I take Mayonnaise don't even have a take. Like, I don't, how? How do you? Why? <laughs> Mayo is spicy. <laughs> yeah, I'm a white person. As much fucking bullshit that I have to put up with being a black woman, if I had to do it all over again, I would still come back as a black woman. I can't be white. <laughs> I can't live that life. <laughs> Sounds awful. Male you know fucked up it'll, <laughs> So it'll be if you died and came back as a white person, it'll be cool if you didn't have knowledge of your brown existence. But if, if you came back as a white person and remembered being brown. Oh, that would be like that would be like being in, in jail for the rest of your life. Like in, <laughs> in solitary confinement for your whole life. Damn, that'll be fucked up. It would be terrible. It'd be fucking terrible. Um, okay, update. 
I have invited my mother-in-law out to a tea cafe and spoke to her in person. I was able to explain myself better, and I chose not to back down on me not liking the type of food she cooks. I'm sorry, but this is my life, and I'm choosing not to live the rest of my future being pressured into eating foods I do not like. And I'm also choosing to, to live my relationship based on honesty. I had an honest discussion with my mother-in-law and explained to her that I love her as a person and appreciate the time and effort she puts into making my husband and I food, but I honestly do not like the type of food she chooses to make. I explained to her that it doesn't make her any less of a person or a bad cook. It's just my personal preferences. She took it extremely well this time and apologized for insulting me and told me that she never has been the best cook and would love to take me up on my offer to learn some meals from my homeland. I ended up suggesting that we take cooking classes together and she loved the idea. I think the little bump in the road gave us a stronger bond and I am glad we were able to patch things up. I personally don't think the advice I was getting from the majority of this sub was a good advice and would recommend to anyone in my situation to be honest and kind. I even made it known to my mother-in-law that I myself appreciate the same kind of honesty coming from me and if she ever disliked food I made or even a gift I gave to please let me know so I can make or get something she'd enjoy. She even made jokes about previous gifts that I had gotten her. Laugh out loud. That was it. That's the update. I wonder what the uh, I wonder what the advice that they was giving most. I'm look. I'm okay. I mean, you called her up to tell her that her food sucks. You wouldn't even you wouldn't be offended if she did the same thing to you. If she was like, the food you make is really unfamiliar, and I honestly can't stomach it at all. Wouldn't you be offended too? I would be. So soft, you're the asshole. No, you don't need to eat her food. You don't have to like her food, but calling her up to tell her how you literally cannot imagine trying to choke down her food is pretty rude. She did not even say all of that. Okay. She did not say she called that lady up and told her she can't even choke down her I mean, fucking she food. She said it in the letter. I don't know if she said it to the damn... To the she didn't say it that way. She said... <laughs> um, let's see. I'm trying to see if there was any... Um, most of it was just not telling, not saying anything. Just I don't know how a son can be eating. There. I don't understand how a son can be eating food from a different culture and realize that there are other ways things could taste and can go back home and eat a fucking mayo based pizza <laughs> and ketchup spaghetti. <laughs> Like who the fuck are you? If 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 I went to my damn partner's family home and that shit was going on, I'd be like, "What the fuck? I'm not eating it. I'm not eating that shit. I'm not eating any pizza with mayonnaise a part of the recipe at all. Fucking up mayonnaise on pizza. And let, and let me tell you this because if you are trying to protect your family from and, and you trying to keep your poverty out of me. If you don't let it be known that your family might cook some poor-ass country dunk-ass shit that I'm not going to eat and they put it in my face before you let me know, whatever happened, happened, nigga. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> you should have let me know, listen, Eddie, there might be some goddamn weird-ass foods. So I know how you are about deliciousness. So I just want to let you know my family, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> What you need to do is scout out the area. Let me know what she cooking when she come in here. And I'm going to mysteriously have a phone call and a Zoom meeting to take because my client had a fucking emergency. But I ain't eating that shit. The mayonnaise on can... pizza is what's sending me. Like, just the idea of that. I'm nauseous now thinking about that. Now, it ain't even in front of me. And I feel like I could vomit. That's disgusting. You the way or the hard way. <laughs> Either your family finna get this food roasted in their face. And I'm going to stand fucking ten toes down in it. 
Oh, you finna let me get out of here without embarrassing you and myself. And then <laughs> we can be in a Mexican standoff in this bitch far as I'm concerned. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> but you ain't finna put no garbage ass food in front of me. And you know what? I know the difference in hue between ketchup and motherfucking spaghetti sauce. Yep. It's very different. I can tell there's ketchup in this shit. Why would you ever when tomato sauce exists? <laughs> you know what? You know what would have disgusted me? If I went to somebody's house and they just had a bowl of mayo on the table and people were spooning it onto their plate like it was a goddamn sauce on the side or something. Ugh. I'd get up and leave that bitch even if the meal looked good. <laughs> when I was a kid, I hated mayo. I, I hated don't everything like mayo about that mayo. I ain't like the color of white it is. I don't like how the bitch jiggle. I don't like how it feel when it's on your finger by accident. I don't like how the shit smell. All I know is that it does transform food into higher levels of deliciousness. Potato salad ain't potato salad without motherfucking mayo. Ranch dressing really ain't ranch dressing without mayo. Tuna salad ain't tuna salad without mayo. Chicken salad, yeah. it's a whole bunch of shit that mayo That's make better. literally the only time that I buy mayonnaise is if I'm going to make tuna salad. <laughs> I, actually, I don't I got no mayonnaise I, in my refrigerator right the fuck now. I don't have no I, mayonnaise in there. <laughs> I couponed at Publix recently and all the mayos was uh, 29 cents. Uh, because mayo these days are fucking $6. I haven't made tuna salad in a while. What the fuck? <laughs> mayo what? is six the fucking dollar because it's made from egg whites. And eggs went up. So Man. everything with eggs in it is got is fucking sky high. Ridiculous. $6 for some mayonnaise. $6.16 for the regular squeezed container. Okay. So I bought as many of them bitches as I could. I bought five things of mayo at Publix the other day. <laughs> Give a fuck. They were 29 cents a piece, y'all. I be couponing like a motherfucker out here. <laughs> but fuck mayo. Oh, some of them must have got the um I have saved more than this. I still got three more. Um I don't know what happened to them. They must have got deleted. Um, yeah, you're. I don't think she was an asshole. She said it nicely. And you know what? What I love about her is she did not. She doubled down. She said, I'm going to take her out to lunch and explain this to her the best way I fucking can. But I ain't eat no goddamn mayo pizza and ketchup spaghetti. I'm not doing it. And, and good on her because it, y'all are early into this marriage. You setting boundaries. So good on you, ma'am. Cause hell no, hell no, meal and pizza, bitch. As far as I'm concerned, a divorce was imminent. Goddamn, fucking with me. <laughs> you ain't finna tell me to just eat it. Just eat it. Who the fuck you talking to? <laughs> just eat the goddamn. Mm-mm, no. Mm-mm. Ain't nobody finna use no ketchup pack. If I go, in, if I see a motherfucker prepping in the kitchen and I see ketchup packets on the corner of the goddamn the, the motherfucking island that wasn't there before I'm I'm either gonna assume you out of ketchup because you making something that we can use ketchup on but if if, if it ain't something to use ketchup on you done cooked it and them ketchup packets gone I'm not eating that shit no why are you not cooking no. this shit and you ain't got no squeeze and tan of ketchup cause it ain't even about the, the ketchup because meatloaf got ketchup on it yeah, I fuck with meatloaf with ketchup on it. You know what I'm saying? There are things but that ketchup you, belongs on, but there are things it does not belong on. If you using ketchup packet ketchup, we ain't we ain't cool. <laughs> They're not. Uh, it's not. It's unacceptable. 
You know what? Because you accumulated all them ketchup packets at the same time. Some of the motherfuckers old. So the ketchup is going to be compromised. The taste is going to be weird. You know, when you're dealing with packed up shit like that, like Capri Suns and ketchup and mustard, you don't even know the quality of the shit inside of it. You don't know how old it really is. You really don't. You That's don't why I stopped drinking just... Capri Suns. I don't like that shit. I need to see what I'm drinking. Yeah, like, <laughs> motherfucking, because you see parents cut open them Capri Suns and then uh-huh. realize it's a mold on the inside. I don't even so. drink them hoes no more. And my, if I ever had kids, they will not be drinking. We gonna see what the fuck you drinking. I don't know what a Capri shit. factory. I don't know what a Capri Sun factory is, but I tell you right now, if I drink a Capri Sun and it tasted weird and I open it up and it had motherfucking <laughs> mold in it, I'm driving to wherever the fuck that is, <laughs> and I'm gonna sit by somebody's car, the best car looking car out there, the car that looked the best. <laughs> I'm gonna sit behind that car, and when they come out to get in that car, I'm putting fucking hands on their motherfucking ass. <laughs> I'm gonna whoop them. They ain't even gonna know why. They really they ain't even gonna they know will be why. very confused. They will be just quite confused. Just throw that open-ass, molded-ass Capri Sun pack on top of their ass and walk the fuck back to my car and leave. <laughs> I'm violent today, y'all, number one. Number two, don't fuck with my deliciousness. Don't fuck with my taste buds. Don't fuck with my motherfucking probiotics, prebiotics, my bacteria in my stomach. <laughs> don't do none of that shit. <laughs> Make me motherfucking mad. Yeah. I don't think any of the other ones have is food related, so we, we should be good. good. Um, am I the asshole for calling my stepmother big? There's no good way to do that. So yes, there's no good way to say you big. <laughs> you know why? <what? Yeah. laughs> Answer your stepmom. <laughs> that was never gonna go over well. Am I the asshole for telling my son that he needs to respect his mother? If you're having to say that to him. You're probably doing some fuck shit, ma'am. If you're having to tell him that, doesn't bode well for you. Am I the asshole for going to a concert over my mother's wedding? I mean, I bought, if you bought the tickets already, if I buy Beyonce tickets and then my mama come and be like, hey, I'm getting married on a date, I'm going to fucking see Beyonce. I'm sorry. I love that, you. I mean, oh, we sh- um, that can't be the timeline of events. Beyonce and Taylor Swift don't even be releasing their tickets in enough time. If your wedding date was, if you made your wedding date between the time tickets went on sale and the concert for Beyonce show, you, you, the way you fucking scheduling your wedding is fucked up. <laughs> Maybe it like, wasn't Beyonce. The- Maybe it was a lower level fucking artist. But still, if I bought them fucking tickets already, I'm going. Period. Let's, let's see what that one's talking about. Okay. It's not. It's not long. Uh, my mom is getting remarried. My birth father passed away a little while ago. Oh, look, you know what you just said? Listen, What's that, that? a few weeks ago, I won Taylor Swift tickets. Yep, <laughs> <there> it is. <laughs> I won Taylor Swift tickets on the radio for the same day as her wedding. I made the decision to go to the concert over the wedding, and I told her this, and she's very upset. She has not spoken to me since. I love my mother and feel bad missing her wedding. But I thought she would understand due to the circumstances. I do not like my soon-to-be stepfather. And I feel like seeing Taylor Swift is a -a once-in-a-lifetime experience that I do not want to miss. Also, I have made it very clear to my mom over the past few months that I am not okay with the marriage but still plan to be at the wedding. But then I wanted tickets and things changed. So am I the asshole for choosing the concert over the wedding? I mean, them Taylor Swift tickets was expensive as fuck. So I feel like I probably would have still went to. (laughs) 
No, I, I don't I'm, give a no. fuck about Taylor Swift. I'm imagining an artist that I give a fuck see, about. Because Taylor this Swift is ain't the thing. <laughs> This is the thing. You shouldn't be delusional enough not to believe that you still the asshole because you chose to go to that. Oh, I would be an asshole and just be okay with it. That's, That's the fine. problem here. It's like, you are definitely an asshole if you chose to go to a concert over your mama's wedding when you clearly had uh, had dedicated yourself to going to the wedding. You, it clearly. Just accept the shit. Yeah. Right? And, I mean, I don't know what you thought was going to happen. I, you thought, my, thought your mama was going to say, oh, it's okay, baby. That, you, know, you can't <laughs> deal with these mothers. Look, when, when it comes to those kind of events that our society has like embedded into our brains as these fucking big massive events, weddings is a part of that, man. You can't miss a motherfucker wedding. Without some backlash, you can't miss a motherfucker funeral. Without some backlash, you can't give not give a motherfucker a birthday gift or at least acknowledge their birthday on their birthday without some backlash. And they, they, they don't mean nothing. These just societal shits. Society made this shit important. It ain't important. You know, but because the shit is important, you can't just up and go to no goddamn Taylor Swift concerts on motherfucking whim and, and be like, oh, you should accept me, mom. I love Taylor Swift. Sorry I missed your wedding. Get fuck out somebody, of here. Somebody accept in the comments said, tell the radio station about the wedding. They could even post the touch your mom getting married story and milk more publicity out of it. The OP may get tickets for other dates. Ain't no other tickets for other dates. It's fucking Taylor Swift. Why, uh, Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. White bitches love her, okay? It ain't no other tickets. <laughs> it ain't no I going on another of, date. I hate them fucking Disney, Disney Channel fucking replies that motherfuckers be putting up on shit. Wait, that ain't gonna happen. She was either going or she wasn't going. That was her options. That's it. Like, people be like, well, you can just call and talk to the radio station. Like, who, who the fuck am I supposed to talk to? It already took me goddamn pressing the goddamn call, call, call over and over and over again just to get these Taylor Swift tickets. <laughs> you think the radio station give a fuck about getting into some family drama? No. That's more negative press than positive press. They don't care. But these people be giving out the, oh, just talk to the radio station and they'll just give you another day. Shut up. No, that it, it, and a lot of times it'll say somebody. So under that comment, somebody said, "I could second to others." Usually, the rules it'll say something like, "This prize is non-transferable. If the prize winner can't go on these days, the prize will be forfeited, and no alternate prize will be awarded." That's yeah, yes. So that's it. She either going or she not. Ain't no calling them trying to get no other fucking. T- it's Taylor Swift. What are you talking about? The people was that shit was selling out like Beyonce tickets was selling out, and ain't no other show. She either going on the date of her mama's wedding. Or she going to her mama's wedding, but it ain't no, it ain't no both. She was gonna have to choose in this case. She, it wasn't no cutting the baby in half, King Solomon. Okay, this was you gonna have to just motherfucking choose one of these things. She chose, she chose a concert, and I can't say I wouldn't have did the same. I would have just had to deal with the backlash. <laughs> when am I gonna get a chance to do you this shit again? To Beyonce, you would have yes. went to Beyonce. Yes, I would have. Beyonce concert tickets. Yes, I would have went. When the fuck else am I gonna ever? It's not like I can repeat that shit. I. <laughs> it's not like I could just say, well, the next time she goes on tour, especially not if I won them hoes and I ain't have to pay the thirteen hundred dollars for no good ass tickets. Get the fuck out of here. No, I'm going. <laughs> I'm going. I love my mother and she knows this, but I'm going to fucking see Beyonce. Special tickets I won. I won. I don't have to pay nothing. It won't even take much for me not to go to my mom's funeral. <laughs> 
I mean, goddamn. Jesus Wedding. Christ on point. <laughs> Freudian slip. <laughs> Good God. Wedding one. She been married three times and all them shits was failed. And two of them sucked for me and my brother. So, but um, so I'll, I mean, you just got to tell me that fat Charles over by Publix and I'll be like, mama, I can't come to the wedding. I'm going to get some ribs. <laughs> Fat Charles don't be over it's here. always a line when they be over by Publix, man. I don't be wanting to wait. Man, Fat Charles food truck is expensive as fuck. Oh, man, that's another uh, thing. If I had walked up I probably would have walked off from the prices alone. <laughs> Listen. Listen. I was not happy with the prices when I was in the line and after I paid. But boy, I was happy I had that shit after I ate it, boy. I was goddamn elated. So <laughs> if you gonna spend that much money on food, you want the experience that I had after I ate it also. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's been times where I spent too much money on food and was like, that shit wasn't fucking worth it. Now I done wasted all my stomach real estate and my fucking budget for the day. Now I gotta eat a goddamn bowl of cereal for dinner. Did you say stomach real estate? Yeah. Your stomach is real estate. You you got space. You only got a certain amount of space. And if you put the wrong shit in your stomach, you fucked up now. Because now, unless you want some eating purge shit, it's a wrap. You just gotta wait till that shit digest. Gotta wait until the goddamn real estate market clear back up. Yeah, that's what happens. So, that'd be delicious. I want to see why this person doesn't care about her mother's grandfather dying. Because it's your relative. Like, it ain't like you're not related to the motherfucker. Might have touched her. <laughs> you know how men be tripping out here, man. He done, uh, he done done something inappropriate to some fucking body. Well, and, keep and in mind, Reddit... Who- they they were deemed to be an asshole. I don't think they would deem them to be an asshole if she was a she was an abuse survivor of the nigga. <laughs> Let's see. They entitlement then entitlement something that they wanted from the granddaddy didn't go to them, and so now they really mad because of that, and they don't care because of it. So they really selfish. All right, let's go. Let's see. Before I explain the story, if you got to do a preface, it's probably not gonna be. <laughs> I do have a really good relationship with my mother and we get on really well. This is just one thing that really bothers me about her. And today we argued about it and she got really upset. And now I can't tell if I'm wrong. Ever since I was a kid, my mother has always told me about her grandfather. I didn't know him because he died in the 90s. Huh? I'm confused as well. I thought he was he had just died. <laughs> no, he died in the 90s, apparently. Oh, no, um, I was wrong. One put two counts. But all my childhood, I heard about him. She has pictures of him in the house that she used to show us, and she keeps them on display. When we were kids, she would always say that he would have loved us, and we were reminded about him a lot. She She also always mentions him and the traditions they did together at big holidays. Like at Christmas, she'll talk about how he used to read my mother and aunt's a certain story, or how on Valentine's Day, he'd get them all flowers. Or on his anniversary, he called my great grandma a great, a different random item out of wood. But it isn't even at holidays. It's also just at random times in the year. If something needs fixing in the house, she'll say she wished he was around because he was good at fixing things. Or like today, we were out shopping and she picked up a book about birds and said that her grandfather would have loved this. 
she does this sometimes and gets upset because she sees a gift that he would have liked and goes off talking about how he used to love bird watching or something and how she wishes he had been around longer. Today, I just told her that I don't really care. And I don't understand why she mentions him so often, seeing as how he died over 20 years ago. She said that he was the best man she ever knew. And it makes her sad that one day no one will remember he existed. So she wants to keep his memory alive for or as long as she's alive. I said, that's true for everyone. And she can't prevent that. She said she knows, but she likes to talk about him and she likes that her children know about him, too. I said, I know about him, but I don't know him. And I don't feel much of a connection to him outside of the fact that he sounds like a nice man who made my mother happy. I don't dislike him, but I don't feel anything to him. She said that this she said that she also wishes he had been around to see her as an adult. And she wishes that she could repay him for her childhood being so great because her dad wasn't that great. I said, I get that, but I don't want to keep hearing about him all the time. She got quite upset and said I was being insensitive, but he isn't he isn't my grandfather. He'd be my great grandfather. I don't know him and I never did. It seems like she talks about him too much and expects me to care as much as she does. And the reality is that I just don't. I feel bad that she lost him, but it's been over 20 years and it seems extreme to still be talking about it. Jesus Christ. (laughs) What a fucking kid. How old is this motherfucker? She didn't say. She didn't say how old she is. Sound immature. That is like <laughs> or very spoiled. Somebody who needs to be the center of attention. So when somebody else gets the attention, they automatically take issue with the person that is the center of attention. So it sounds like she's in this subconscious or conscious, but psychological competition with the existence of that person that the person she values and she wants to value them values. It just, you went really hard for no goddamn reason. She like her dad won shit. Her grandfather was good to her. He died. She misses him. She wants to make sure that people don't forget him because he died so early on. And you just went on a whole fucking tirade against her for what? Cause she talk about him. Bitch, if you don't shut up, like that was so unnecessary. Like <laughs> Jesus. She talks about tradition. She talks about, oh, he would have liked this. Like, girl, it's not that deep. You really went in on your mom about that shit? Tell me you don't care. You don't have to care about him to care about her. Yes, you didn't know him, but she did obviously very well. And she misses him. Like, girl, that was so you definitely are the asshole. A huge one. It was unnecessary. Jesus. Like dick move. Yeah. Like you're the oh you're the asshole. Holy crap. She explained why, and it is sweet, wonderful, and honestly, wish more people would do it. Talking about the people who have left us keeps them alive in a sense and is a great way to remember those who have died. If your mom dies, are you just gonna stop talking about her and pretend she would never was? We talk about those important to us because they shaped us into who we are today. Your mom is wonderful. They must be British because they would say mum with an with a U and not an O. You're an absolute you know asshole and a brat. Congrats on stomping on your mom's heart. Hope you're happy. Get your get over yourself and have some compassion. It's important to have these conversations though, because she very well might just be a psychopath. You know, she might be one of the kids that walk around the neighborhood putting firecrackers in the cat booty, light it on fire, and the cat run away, and then pop. And they just laugh watching the cat's back legs fucking dismember. 
I mean, I know that was a little bit too graphic, but you know what? A little bit. That's what the mind of a psychopath is like. And I'm not saying that because I'm a psychopath, right? I don't know. I don't, I've never done anything violent like that. Oh, not all psychopaths but are violent. <laughs> they what? Not all psychopaths are violent. I could be a psychopath. I mean, you could but be. But I'm not violent. There are plenty of them that aren't violent. Death. I'm awesome. <laughs> I'm only worried about being functional. <laughs> I can be a functional therapist without caring about how you. Just I don't know why people you. don't get that. Like, you don't have to be a bleeding heart in order for you to be effective in this job. You just I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but like, yes, but you don't have to be this bleeding heart. Actually, it's worse if you are that person because it makes you very difficult for you to be objective. So, yeah, that's like. All you have to know is how the human brain work, how humans develop, how your childhood experiences impact your trauma, how emotions work, and therapeutic techniques to help that shit. It's a skill. It's a skill. It's some shit you get better at. Yep. You keep punching, you learn how to punch better. If you keep doing therapy, you learn how to do therapy better. It's just that's just what it is. Uh, let's see why this person called their stepmother fat. I mean. If she's fat, you don't then, see it. I mean, you're right. <laughs> you're right. I'm just saying, like, why would she call him fat? Okay, clearly they she must be. She knows fat. she's fat though. She don't need you to tell her that shit. You think she don't so know? Maybe this is maybe this is about her trying to wear something she ain't had no business wearing, and she was finna be embarrassed going out with him. But yeah. people that wear stuff that they don't need to wear. They don't give a fuck. They not gonna even if you say something to them, they gonna still be wearing that shit because they think they look good in it. They gonna think you a hater. You never know. This might be that moment where it's their first time branching out to wear something different, and then they're trying to get a good response from the world, and then that person shatters that whole thing for them, and now they'll never do it again. Well, that's sad. <laughs> yeah, that's why they. That's why this person is the asshole for whatever reason. Let's see. Context. This takes this takes place just after Christmas of 2022. My stepmother. Oh, this a young. Either she young, or her daddy is robbing the cradle. Her stepmama 28 years old. Her stepmama 28, so she got to be young. Or dad's just the creep. <laughs> My stepmother has struggled with a type of cancer. Oh God. <laughs> Man. I don't see how you cannot be the asshole after that sentence. <laughs> okay. Um, my stepmother has struggled with a type of cancer before me and my dad met her that had caused her to gain a lot of weight. She had made it clear that she's insecure about her weight and doesn't like talking about it due to me and her kids commonly, mostly on accident, making jokes about her weight. How you accidentally joke about somebody's goddamn weight? Mostly accidental. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, okay. He's a 14-year-old male. He young. That makes sense. I was on a drive back from my step-grandma's house. We had been in the car for a couple of minutes, so we decided to play I Spy. My stepbrother, who's seven, had said that he spied the biggest thing in the truck, so I impulsively said my stepmom's name for a quick laugh, but my mom didn't like the joke. Fair enough. For the next couple of minutes, she doesn't say anything. 
that's fair. He's putting all this stuff in parentheses. Eventually, my dad, who's a 37-year-old male, I know the age gap is kind of weird. 37 to 28 is not bad. Um, I know, uh, uh, had asked my dad, eventually my dad had asked her a question. This caused her to throw a fit about how no one in the family respected her and how her life has been worse because misogynistic men had disregarded her due to her oversized body. I obviously felt bad, but I have a problem where whenever I feel sad, I shut down as a coping mechanism. So talking to her was very hard for me to do in this situation. Eventually she had calmed down and talked to me normally about how she didn't like people making fun of her in that way. Fair enough. But that wasn't the problem. When she had talked about how all her life she had been put down by sexist men, it made me feel like I was a bad person for making these jokes. Eventually, we had gotten to her ex's house to drop off her kids, so it was me alone in dad's truck. I started to cry hard as I am. I am a very sensitive kid. Thoughts kept rushing through my head about how I was a misogynist and how I'm an, I am an awful person. A couple of minutes later, my dad came back and asked me what was wrong. I was in a very bad state, so I kept saying I, I didn't want to talk, and talking would only make things worse till my stepmom arrived. My dad stepped out of the truck and asked her to talk to me as I was not talking very well to him. She got in the truck and tried to talk to me, but I thought if I talked about it, it would make things worse. So I just kept saying I didn't want to talk about it. Eventually, we got home and I rushed upstairs to my room where for the next day or two, I would cry on and off for the past couple of weeks. I've had a feeling that I'm not a good person. So I would like honest feedback just to know if I was in the wrong on this. Thank you for reading if you did. He's such a teenager. <laughs> yeah. Such a fucking thing. It made it made it made this story less valuable. <laughs> <laughs> you know I mean, I'm not gonna lie. It's uh, like I okay, it a teenager. Yeah, it, you know. um, I mean, you shouldn't have said it, but you're 14, and 14 year olds are idiots. So, I mean, learn from it. Uh, I don't know about like going into the hole of I'm a misogynistic pig. That's a little much. <laughs> at best, you were very rude. At best, uh, going down the misogynistic rabbit hole is is a bit much. Calm down. Just apologize to her and don't say nothing else about her motherfucking weight. Let it just stop making jokes. That's not an accident. And saying that you accidentally make jokes, that's not an accident. You think of something that you think is going to be funny and you say it. That's not an accident. <laughs> Your brother said he spied the biggest thing in the truck and you said, oh, April. That's not an accident. <laughs> you thought it was going to be funny. And so you said it. And you need to stand Also, in it. is she bigger than your father? Because, I mean, objectively, she could be the biggest thing in the truck. But if she is not the physically biggest thing in the truck, but she is overweight, yeah, that's real fucked up. You got too comfortable, fella. Yep. Yep. I mean, you're an asshole, but you're a redeemable asshole. You're 14. Just learn from it. Don't, don't do that shit no more. Don't sit in your room crying for weeks about it, nigga. That don't really do anything. What you need to do is just do better. Apologize. Don't do it no more. Keep it moving. Because you didn't say anything about you not liking your stepmom, so I'm assuming that she's a pretty okay person, because I feel like if she wasn't, to justify this shit, you would have been like, she's a bitch anyway. So the fact that you didn't say she's a bitch means she's probably okay. So go apologize to stepmom and shut the fuck up about her weight. And quit running around acting like you can't talk to nobody, man. Talk to people. Yes. If somebody's asking people you, how you feel, don't yep. keep that shit inside. Nope. 
not healthy. Not healthy. Just talk it out. So yeah, that was anti-climatic because he's a kid. <laughs> um. All right, the last one I'm gonna do. Am I the asshole for telling my son that he needs to respect his mother? Again, the fact that you felt a need to say that makes me think that you're an asshole who was probably doing some asshole shit and you want to stand on I'm his mother. He has to be respectful to me no matter what I do or say. And that, ma'am, is not true. <laughs> Especially not once your kids get to be fucking adults. That is a one-way ticket to the nursing home with nobody coming to visit your motherfucking ass. That's what that is. Read that title again. Am I the asshole for telling my son that he needs to respect his mother? So this ain't the father saying that? Like, this is a... It sounds like it's written in the wrong tense. Oh, maybe it is. My wife. Yes, it is the dad saying this to the son. Oh, okay. Well, is your wife a bitch, I mean, he still could be an asshole. He still could be the dick, where it's like, you treat her like shit. You're telling me to treat her good and you treat her like shit. Fuck you. Fuck her too. <laughs> Let's see. The son is 20. I don't think he says how old they are. He doesn't, but his son is 20. So the son's an adult. I have a son who is studying engineering in college and as a recent has found the study material a little difficult and rightfully needs to work on. Uh, a few days ago, he came home from the dorm for the weekend to cool off for a bit. On Sunday, my wife came into my son's room and I could tell he was a little agitated trying to work on something he didn't fully that he didn't fully understand. My wife tried to console and reason with him, but he ended up raising his voice to her, telling him to telling her to leave him alone. Then my wife just told him to pack his bags and that he's going back to the dorm. He can't be here if he's going to act like this. You came in his room bothering him when you saw he was busy. Girl. <laughs> you know. My son tried to talk over her to shut her up, but my wife wasn't having any of it, telling him that she wouldn't relent until he either calms down or packs his stuff and that she will not be held emotionally hostage by my son. Then he started to call her an overbearing bitch. <laughs> oh, I like his son. And all sorts of other nasty names to which I had to bark at my son and tell him to stop right now and that he does not call my wife names or there will be problems if he doesn't de-escalate. She's just doing what she thinks is in his best interest. And he finally relented. Later that evening, my son made a comment about how he chatted with his friends who told them that my wife was in the wrong. But I had to say that they don't feed us. They don't pay our bills. They don't know us. That he needs to stop consulting with his echo chambers and learn to forgive his mother and forget this. As he needs to respect her for getting him to where he is today and because she's his mother. He tried to tell me that respect is a two-way street. But then I said, by that logic, should his mom call him the nasty names that he does to her? Should we call up his uh, grandma and tell her to cut his college funding? And if he finds someone to be annoying and getting on his nerves, what should he do? Ignore it? To which he responded with BS, control your damn wife. And I had to disengage. <laughs> Since my son went back a couple of nights ago, he's refused to answer our calls and only responds to our texts because asking us to apologize. No ifs and ands or buts. And he has told his grandma about us threatening to tell her to pull his funding, which she proceeded to give us an earful over and said that she'd pay for it no matter what and called it really sad if we, his own parents, would be less proud of him than she is by even asking to do such a thing. I can't believe he went and told her about this. But now after what she said, I don't know how to feel about this, sir. Sir, fuck you. <laughs> Go fuck about. You know what? 
Is it his stepmama or his mama? He keeps referring to it as his mama. He don't ever say stepmama. So my problem in this whole thing is the father, he identified what the narrative in the family is. Because he said, don't talk to my wife like that. He didn't say your mother. Mm-hmm. He said my wife. So there is clearly a level of disconnect between uh, the child and the parents in the household. Mm-hmm. So I don't give a fuck. Like, if I don't feel like you value your child's presence, I don't give a fuck. And then for the mama to be using, like, disconnecting tactics as leverage. Like, well, you going to pack your shit up and go. Like, no, nah, man. Fuck that. All because she came in his room when he was obviously busy. Y'all know he's stressed out about his his schoolwork. He in there working on some shit for school. You come in running your goddamn mouth. And when he wants you to leave, you get an attitude. Why was you even in there bothering him? He ain't need you to come in there to help him. Are you an engineer, bitch? Then you gonna get annoyed that he got annoyed with your ass and you gonna put him out? Y'all made a whole big deal about nothing. And kudos to grandma for checking y'all asses because grandma said, this is my purse. <laughs> Tell me what the fuck to do with my money. <laughs> if you think I'm gonna pull his funding because y'all being some assholes, you crazy as shit, I'm gonna pay for my grandson's uh, education. <laughs> grandma I said, end up working with y'all. a lot of kids. I end up working with a lot of kids who have parents that pre- uh, participate in parental entitlement. It's like they believe that you as a child ain't supposed to have no emotional experiences, no ability to combat a dialogue, no ability to stand up for yourself, no ability to use logic against us. You can't do none of that makes sense ass shit. You just got to accept the bullshit that we put you through because we got you here. Look, bitch, you didn't get me here. Okay. You had a fucking night of passion that most of the time wasn't on purpose. Most of the time your ass had me by fucking accident. And now you're not finna take credit for that shit. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? It's like a motherfucker that came in, like, I don't even want to say that shit. I'm going to say some real bad shit. But it's like somebody who came in and who shot the wrong person, but the person they shot was like a, a terrorist or some shit. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you fucked up for real with what your objective was, but you want me to pr- be praised? You want to be praised for it? Like, that's a bad example, but I was just thinking of something where it's this happened all the time, where you don't intend for something good to come out of what your actions are, but when that when good shit inadvertently happens, you unintentionally, yeah. you want all the credit for it as if you intended for it to happen that way. That's not how that shit works. That's how, that, and that's how a lot of parents be. It's like, hey, I'm the reason that you in this world. Bitch, you snatched me out of the void of non-existence and brought me into white supremacy, patriarchy, Christianity, capitalism, you know, poverty in this motherfucker, violence. You you snatched me out of a void of existence that I could have of non-existence that I could have stayed in. And you telling me you want me to thank you for bringing me into this bullshit ass pain filled existence. <laughs> Speaking of, because I had a conversation like this with my client the other day, because I asked them, do they rock? Do you watch Rick and Morty? And they were like, nah. And so we went on to a conversation. But essentially, I brought up the Miss, the Me Seeks episode because oh, yeah. the way that existence has, you know, comes in how I understand it, it comes in different forms. And, you know, at some point, Mr. Me Seeks, once he is, once he exists for too long, he's like, existence is pain. <laughs> and I was like, damn, like, for somebody, existence is pain. And then in the show, The Orville, right? 
that Seth MacFarlane space show, there is an episode where, uh, spoiler alert, it's three seasons in, you'll forget by the time you're fucking watching the show. There's a, a, a highly superior android species in the show who has been on the ship learning about organic life, basically. And every form of organic life has a version of suicide, of killing themselves. But this android species does not have that. They don't even have a conceptualization of that. So he underwent some very high-level shit that he had to do to essentially kill himself. And it fucked up everybody on the ship because everybody else had a different relationship with death. But the essence of the show is there were different species on the ship and every different species deal with death differently. And the Earth black dude who, you know, coincidentally is the one that be fucking all the women on the ship. You know how they over-sexualize black men. But he was in bed with a woman from another species, like literally the only person on the show that do that. But he was in the bed with another species and they were having the conversation about suicide and she basically said, oh, in, my, in my world, we celebrate people who commit suicide because nobody asked to be here. Every one of us was snatched out of the void against our will. And when somebody chooses to take back control of them being taken out of that void by going back into it, it's something that we celebrate because somebody made the decision to do something that they felt like they should not have been even a part of. And these kind of thoughts and conversations with myself just really make me think of like in the work that I do of how deeply entitled some people are just for being a part of another person existing. When you know good and goddamn well that condom broke. Or you know good and goddamn well you was trying to have this baby thinking it's going to save your relationship. Or you know good and goddamn well that you should have goddamn did whatever pre-Roe v. Wade would let you do before you had this child out here while you acting like <laughs> this child's supposed to give you something. I mean, and I, don't encu- I don't encourage children to give parents hands, but the only reason is because their hands are too little right now. <laughs> That's the only reason. Well, his hands, hands are little. He's little. 20. He probably got grown man hands. Yeah, I'm sure. Maybe. Maybe, maybe he do. Maybe he do. See, so maybe he could. But in the context of when I'm working with kids that are younger, it's like I be telling you, look, some parents deserve a slap in the face, but not from you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it's just not. That's not the system we have. That we we don't have a culture set up where you can retaliate against your parents in that way. Oh man, I be going so hard against parents, bro. It's so fucking ridiculous. Well, like you're the one. You're, you're the one that's supposed to be rational. You're the one that's supposed to have the fucking common sense. You're the one that's supposed to have an understanding. And so I don't understand how these parents get into these fucking back and forth spats with these kids saying underhanded, invalidating, disrespectful shit to a child. And as soon as they, with the facilities they have to be sarcastic and to challenge you against that shit, oh, now the world are ended. You cuss your child out. I hope your ass get cussed out. By their ass. <laughs> Unfortunately, you probably gonna also beat their ass or get them some kind of consequence. And that is what it is. But that just means they're gonna disconnect from you one day because you weren't doing the shit right. Nurse Holmes will why when people be like when people use this as a reason to have kids, like what are you gonna do when you get old? Probably be in the same nurse home with you, with your kids not coming to fucking visit you. I don't know why you think that that means that you're gonna have some kind of 
guaranteed care, okay? Because if you fuck up as a parent, I I went to go visit my grandma plenty of times and was uh, old people in there that didn't nobody never come see, okay? And it wasn't because they didn't have no family. It's because their family didn't give a fuck. So having kids to guarantee a caregiver for you in your old age, it's not guaranteed, baby. It's not guaranteed. A lot of old people sitting in nursing homes now with no business and got kids. <laughs> so need to burst the bubble. Um, but yeah, be somebody they want to take care of. How about that? But yeah. That's it. Yeah. Um, I'm off my soapbox. My my Mother's Day edition of Reddit's. Um, I had some more, but like I said, I guess they took them off because I had saved more than this. Yeah. Gotcha. Well, I mean, you got anything else on your mind? I do not. All right. Well, until we come to the next conversation, we out. All of us.